I didn't want to ruin it. And so, y para remachar, you know, Miles like, yeah, well, we don't have those. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, this is this is classic content. No, but yes, to clear it up, yes, my uh, beautiful wife is from Oaxaca, and um, <laughs> no, it's all good. And of course, come and try to rub it in uh, that I didn't stick up for her and que no se que. But you know what? It's like. You know, she's so confident and secure in herself that, it, I mean, you know, it was just kind of like a, you know, and, um, but other than that, no, she is from Oaxaca, you know, and um, I'll tell you something. Uh, people from Oaxaca are one of the most uh, laid back people, hardworking people, just like every, every other, you know, uh, Estado de Mexico, you know, but man, they, they, um, they know how to throw down for sure. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. like us. You know? Yeah. No, yeah. I've, um, I've. I've met some people from Oaxaca and they're um, one of the things that, that I very admire from that is they're very humble, no matter, you know, where oh they're from, God. you know, um, where they, where they've come from, where they are now. Um, they're always looking to give back and stuff like that. So yeah, there's a little bit of education there. You know, that's kind of one of those things that we just throw around just to, you know, kind of make fun of them, make fun of us, you know, uh, within our, ourselves, our, our Mexican uh, yeah. self within our culture. I mean, we make fun of everyone. We call, we make fun of Chilangos. We make, fun of you know people from Nuevo León I mean there's a whole bunch of people yeah you know there's there's a whole bunch I mean shoot um los de San Luis Potosí somos no paleros right I mean yeah tuneros you know they call tuneros so So, but yeah you're you're one of your best friends is from yes I was just going to say one of my best friends happens to be related to Sasha's wife crazy crazy and um she's from Oaxaca and she is really down to party. She's a role model. She's a counselor. She's, you know, she's awesome. Yeah, we've known her yeah. for a long time, and she's always been real cool. Yeah. Shout out, yeah, Jenny. Yeah. Exactly. So shout out to people from Oaxaca. We love you guys, man. The food that you guys make. Through that mole. So let me just I'm ask go- Cesar, <laughs> because that happened. Se no right. pancho? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> there is some, um, some, yeah, some uh, um, manual labor uh, involved uh, <laughs> that we had to take care of. Is that, is, that a, is that a mirror that you have on the top? <laughs> Over here? Yeah. No, it's where I rest my, uh, my game. <laughs> it looks like, it looks a, like mirror a mirror on top of your bed. <laughs> Wow, I was like, you guys, get, you guys will get freaky. Except for that night that he forgot. Oh, wow, that Claudia was, huh? I was like, except for that night that that he forgot Claudia was from Oaxaca. Yeah, exactly. There was no mirror there, right? Yeah, I don't think, I don't think Claudia would want a mirror in our ceiling. I think that <laughs> would ruin the whole, yeah, vibe there. You take a, so, a look up and catch a glimpse yeah, of yourself. It's, just, like, it's over, you? yeah. Yeah, it's over. It's like she's gonna like the blinds of her eyes are gonna fall, and she's gonna see who I'm really am. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we definitely don't want to do that. So, no, but yeah, for yeah. So I was gonna say, anyways, um, yeah, the the whole level of Mexicanness that that brought up a whole other thing because you know we said it in the podcast is you know there's different levels of uh, of us here even within our family, but man, we're so used to being within our family that all this stuff is normal to us. And then some people are like, wait, what? Like, you know, I've never done that. Or, or, you know what, we actually do this differently. And, and, you know, there could be other people out there who do things that we have no idea. So yeah, I'd I'd love for people to share and let us know what, what kind of things you guys do. Yeah. So as part of whenever on social media, we posted for people to just give us other topics and one of the topics that came up was Abuelita's cooking. Right. Oh, so, yeah. like, grandma's cooking. And I thought that was interesting because I don't think I've shared, but my grandma actually passed away two months ago. Um, and I was telling Danny the other day, I was like, she, what, which I, I spoke to my mom, and my mom was the one that was like, Ay, estoy cocinando. 
And I was like, ma, ¿qué estás cocinando? And she's like, arroz con pollo, and I don't know what. And she's like, pero estoy haciendo un poquito más por si acaso algo vi, alguien viene. And I was like, how funny, because my grandma used to cook a lot. Like, if it was just for her and my mom, she would cook for like another 10 people. Por si acaso yeah. alguien viene. Because uno nunca sabe cuando alguien vaya a venir por, cuando alguien vaya a venir por la puerta. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> She would always make so much food, and then she's like, pero eso se guarda en, en el refri, eso se guarda, por si acaso, right? So, it just, it brought back, like, all these memories from her cooking so much, and it's like, nobody ever came, and she had all this food in the damn fridge, <laughs> you know, and the, in the mantequilla, um, containers oh yeah yeah, yeah. It's, I, right that's just not a puerto rican thing apparently so, that's just a hispanic yeah thing. i was gonna say it's interesting we come from two different hispanic cultures none, mm -hmm. nonetheless they're hispanic but um our grandma is very similar and and i'm sure there's other grandmas out there and and i don't think it's to be honest with you i don't think it's a, just a hispanic thing i mean i think there's a lot of other people um you know in, in black cultures and in, in other filipino um asian cultures where the person who is a grandparent um and typically it's it's a it's a woman um she's always willing to cook for everyone mm -hmm. and everyone kind of welcomes it because it's it's that old school cooking you know it's kind of what your parents were brought up on and then eventually at some point they took it on and they they can't quite get it as right so mm -hmm. always grandma's cooking is a little bit better right and so um yeah it's very interesting uh and then the whole container things yeah i mean that that's regardless of where it's from i mean you you open up a, a thing of butter and there's beans in there or, or you open up for us it was like every container every container had salsa yeah with us yeah, even, i don't know if you guys remember but even our grandma uh she passed away mm -hmm. um and it just seems like it was just yesterday, right? But mm -hmm. she would always have tons of food, tons of food. And if you did not eat, she would mm -hmm. get mad. She would make oh, you. Yeah. She'll get offended. She'll get offended, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you'd have to take a plate. Yeah, grandma's house. Obviously, you know, she she didn't live very long in uh, in the San Diego area. She passed by. and she, But most of the her last year's was in the bay area right uh -huh. but that was like central for our whole family like hey todos vamos a llegar ahí con abuelita and every everybody weekend. would eat every weekend it was like sunday dinner at, at grandma's even if you didn't even if you just ate pues ni modo tienes que echarte mm -hmm. again so, and then it was yeah. also after you you ate you play loteria yeah you play loteria Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, those were, that's interesting. Um, so those memories that we have, I mean, the one thing I have is that my grandma, no matter what she, if you showed up to her house and it was during the week, she wouldn't prepare something new. She would prepare leftovers. Right. Mm. But man, those leftovers hit the spot. So right. And, uh, and, and, you know, I look back at it now and even with my mom's cooking, she did a lot of the same thing and I hated leftovers whenever I, you know, was coming up and now I'm like, yeah, I welcome those leftovers, you know, cause for some reason they can make something out of nothing. They can just have beans in there. It can have whatever. And, and, you know, we do that to a certain extent, but you know, it's never as good as your parents or your grandparents, yeah. but uh, I don't know. And those memories, they bring back, um, or it brings back a lot of uh, memories when, when you're bringing that up. Cause um, that's something I don't know if it's Hispanic. It definitely happened in our cult and in, in our family where we were always together on every weekend. And unless there was a party going on, and even if like, let's say our family had to go out to my dad's side of the family. So my mom is the one related to, uh, to their parent or to their moms. Uh, if my dad's side of the family had something going on, we would go, but then everyone would still hang out and at my grandma's and it's like i kind of felt left out at that point like hey man like you know i thought you guys were gonna not get together but no they still got together played loteria oh yeah and it was like yeah, it was for the for the for the usually the females or the younger kids played loteria and the adult men played poker and my grandpa to this day he's what 80 90. 90 years old 90, 90 years old and that guy <laughs> and that guy can outplay us all in poker still oh yeah and abuelito sometimes cheats <laughs> i have really? a story i have a story really so I never caught him. <laughs> so we were probably around 13 
maybe 14 years old. And so we were playing um, at that time. We couldn't play blackjack um, because I think it was um, there was too many of us kids, but we were all kind of hanging out. Right. And so we played. He called it Siete y Media. Right. Where um, I think it's one, a zero through or one through ace through seven. And then the, the cards, uh, the face value cards are halves. And you were trying to hit blackjack, which was seven and a half. So this guy was dealer, right? And he was playing again. And we were playing with real money, right? We were not playing with fake money or anything. You know, we're 13 all the way down to probably like eight years old. And he's handing everyone off their cards or whatever. <laughs> and so he goes and he, you know, in blackjack, um, you get two cards and then you, you add them together. And if you go over, then you go over. Um, and if you don't go over, then uh, and you, you have to beat the dealer, basically. And I remember... <laughs> He handed everyone their cards, and then he was asking, hey, do you want to hit? Do you want to hit? Do you want to hit? And then when he got to the end, he goes, he looks around, and then he looks at the card, and he goes, I'll stay. And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, thinking that we wouldn't see it, right? I'm like, bro, I saw it. But you can't call your grandpa out on this, right? So I just stayed quiet. So I yeah. just stayed, I just stayed quiet and I let him do it and you know sure enough he beats more than half of the table collects his cash and then moves on. <laughs> he just cheated right in front of his yes uh, or like recent you know <laughs> yes or even like we play con quien and um, my grandpa would change the rules on me and I'm like that's not a rule because <laughs> we're playing right now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I just changed it. <laughs> he just makes up his own rules. No, but yeah. it's very interesting that um that yeah, uh grandma's house was the central focus like every weekend, every domingo, no? Basically, or or south or whatever. Yes, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, actually, yeah. So it was it was very um it was comforting, you know. Now that you you we we reminisce and we have those those uh memories, it's very comforting to know that. No importa quién pasaba por allí, uh, if they were hungry, they were, will not leave without eating. Yeah. Plain and simple. You know? and, and, and there was enough to go around everybody. It, it's funny. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I didn't get to share about the, uh, the feeling of the community here. So obviously, I don't live in a place where, you know, Mexicans or Hispanics in general, you know, there's not very much over here uh, as much as in California. But uh, for the feedback that I got, and is this is re all related, is that uh, one of the ladies from the football, uh, from Cadence football team was like, man, I saw your podcast, and it reminded me so much of my family that I missed them so much because obviously we're so far from, you know, and it reminded her about her family, and it, 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 it reconnected her with her Mexican roots because over here, you know, you, you speak predominantly English everywhere you go, you know, and, um, and so to get that feedback was really great. Now with this whole grandma thing, it's probably going to be a little bit mm -hmm. more nostalgic and stuff. So it's really good. Yeah. So, Hey, so now, um, go talking about go grandmas. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, cause I was going to say talking about grandmas. Have you guys noticed that grandmas don't look the same be like as they did before, or is it just me? I remember back in the day, grandmas would yeah. have like, the, the white hair, the apron, right? Cocinando and all this stuff. And I feel like grandmas nowadays don't look the same. My sister's a grandma, right? And she's in her like late 40s and she looks like she's way younger. You know, my mom is a bisabuela and my mom is in her 70s. My mom's going to be 72, right? In March. And she don't look like a grandma, like grandmas did back in the day, or is it just me? Like, you know what I mean? Like my mom's like wearing tight jeans and like tight shirts and you know, this is like grandmas don't wear that. She's also single, so. <laughs> Shout out yeah, to my mom always. who's single. Yeah, oh, there you go, see? Por si acaso, eh? With the tight jeans. <laughs> yeah. No, but times have changed, remember. Our grandmas came from, a uh, an environment where they had no choice but to work. Mm -hmm. Y partirse el, el lomo para, you know, to sacar adelante their kids so that our parents can, you know, mm -hmm. so that we're, where we're at now, you know? Right. So it's a little bit, and then I don't know, it would be interesting to find out, I guess, if we do the calculations, when 
grandma became uh, a grandma. You know, nowadays is it is it are younger are people becoming more grandparents earlier on or? I feel like they are. Hmm. Yeah, that probably has a lot to do with it, right? If they're becoming grandmas younger and then they're not trying to accept the fact that they're becoming a grandma. Because when you, you say, hey, grandma or grandpa, I feel like, well, guys are first. Um, I'd welcome being a grandpa when the time is right, right? Because I feel like, you know, that get off my lawn mentality. I, I'm, I'm good for that. I could do that, <laughs> right? Uh, sit down on the couch and, and uh, you know, be, yeah, be grandparent-like. But uh, but no, um, with, with uh, especially with a lot of females, they're like, no, you know, they have this vision of a grandma being um, – the, like Salty said, a person with white hair, an apron, and, um, you know, they're cooking all the time or cleaning or, or yeah, feeding the community, uh, even though they only have two people in the household. Um, uh, so you have that that vision and uh, you're like, no, I, I, I'm not that. And you hold on to that as right. much as possible. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I feel like our, our, our moms carried out a lot of um, a lot of, of grandma's um I guess habits, mm-hmm. you know, like all, all of them pretty much know how to cook. You know, they, they, they'll give, you know, whatever they can to feed other people, you know? So I think that, that kind of the, the new gen and, and our, and, and, and the old generation, you know, what, what do you guys think about the contrast of it? Yeah. Well, I mean, as far as um, what, what you're saying about um, feeding people and, um, going from my grandma's generation to, I guess, my, my parents' generation, um, there's a lot of that that was still carried over. Um, a lot of those traditions, you know, even the day that, you know, we had the funeral for my grandma, the number one priority of everyone was like, we need to get everyone fed. Feed, feed everyone. We need to feed everyone. You know, there can't be no one. And even now, you know, when we used to go to my Tia Carla's house um, for Christmas or whatever the kids may be, or just uh, get together my mom's house, anyone of my aunt's house, you walk through that door, the first thing they're saying, Hey, you hungry? Do you want something to eat? You know, it, it's just, it's that kind of mentality. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know that it's the, from, from that generation to like the grandkids generation to like our generation. I don't know how much of that has translated. I mean, to a certain extent, but I don't know. I don't remember the net last time where someone walked through my door and I'm like, Hey, you want something to eat? Right. Like, yeah. Usually, yeah. Usually we'll like, we invite people to come to eat. We don't, we don't just people don't just show up and then we're like oh crap we had to feed you you know yeah <laughs> we're a bit more prepared i guess right well but but i mean nowadays do people actually do that do people show up unannounced and no, then, they normally and, say are you home and is it cool yeah is that cool i I, like, I i think it shifted a lot with especially with technology because before you can call someone yeah but you know half the time you're in the neighborhood you just stop by or you just show up but now it's almost rude not to text someone to, if you're going over their house, you know? <laughs> what if I'm like, yeah. It also depends where you live, right? Because I live in LA, so obviously I'm going to find out, right? Hey, are you going to be home that weekend? Right. Um. So, but if I were at my mom's, I still call her because she's callejera. You mean <laughs> I can't just show up at your house and be like, hey, I was in the neighborhood like three hours away. Right. <laughs> No, yeah. because my she might be in paño menores. And then that's why yeah. I was gonna say ya no se puede andar así because Ricky's there. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess you do bring up a good point, uh, Danny. That nowadays you have all the technology around you. Before, back in the day, there was no, there was just payphones and now maybe pagers. That's about it. Así que nomás llegaban así la brava y ni modo. Like, hey, if you were in the middle of something you just kind of either had to drop it or they're jumping with you to go do whatever they're doing you know? like with my grandma when we got together at her house it was like a, a a standing open invitation to be there like sunday around four o'clock five o'clock and just be there and it was you know we we already knew what was going to happen it was going to you know we're all going to get together eat we're going to play lotería watch sábado gigante i mean that's that's pretty much what was going to happen right um there's not a lot of those standing invitations anymore. I mean, that that are usually we're getting together for events. Um, and I feel like there's a lot more, at least on our end, uh, from a family standpoint, there's a lot more of, um, 
uh, a lot of individual families spending time with their their uh, immediate family. So like us and our kids, you know, we'll go out to wherever we need to go out. And then, uh, and then I'll, you know, we'll get together with our immediate family, which is like my sisters and stuff like that. And then for like the bigger occasions, like a birthday party, you know, pre COVID or post COVID, whatever the case may be, or, um, you know, sometimes maybe, uh, um, some sort of celebration of some sort of graduation. That's when all our cousins will then get together with our aunts and uncles. And it'd be more of a, of a bigger thing. It's just so many damn people, man. It's become mm -hmm. like you, it's become a, almost, can't almost have a small thing. You can't anymore. have a small thing anymore. No, it doesn't exist. Hey, going back to grandma's cooking. What was your guys favorite thing from grandma's cooking? Picadillo. Picadillo. Oh. So can you explain that what that one. is? Because I don't think somebody's ever had. Because yes, oh, yeah? makes it. Okay. Okay. Um, I know, but <laughs> I didn't know what it was until the viewers. Explain what picadillo is. Yeah. What's so, picadillo? Yeah. yeah you... <laughs> I thought something was going to explain. That's why no, I was like, oh. I don't even know like but what it's made of. I just know it tastes good. She just eats it. Yeah, yeah, I just eat it. It's just basically ground beef, or um, if you want to do healthy, my picadillo is ground turkey. <laughs> <laughs> with, <laughs> with um veggies so there's um calabaza zanahoria papa um it mm. also has arroz mm, i can already taste yep. it and yep, like yep, this yep. caldo it, even if i tried i can't do it not the same Con arroz, no? if you call it. yeah and yeah, yeah. yeah. But i don't know who, who came up with that but your mom bomb. makes it for the turkey. Yeah, and uh, during uh, during Thanksgiving, that's something we will have as a stuffing. Um, she'll have oh, really uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's wow. it's very good. That's probably the only time we we kind of eat it now. Mm -hmm. um, I think the specialty is rice. Yeah, yes. yeah. My mom's a rice lady. She's really good at <laughs> making rice. rice. Lady. <laughs> She's really yeah. good at making rice. What about you, Danny? Uh, I mean, I think it has to be enchiladas for me. I mean, enchiladas uh, what? Uh, no, enchiladas potosinas. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's, man, but what are those? Uh, so enchiladas potosinas. I guess it's uh, it's uh, you you make the masa uh, for the tortillas and and you add some spices to it, so it gives it like this red tint. Um, it doesn't make it spicy. It just gives it more of a flavor. Mm -hmm. And then what they do is they uh, make this. Um, like almost like a mashed potato, uh, but they mix it with chorizo, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, and it gives it also this nice red tint and uh, or orange tint, I guess you would say. And then uh, you 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 heat up the tortilla, you put some of that um, mashed potato right on top, and then you uh, sprinkle it with. Uh, we put uh, some cabbage on it, and then we put um, some cheese, um, some Mexican cheese, uh, cotija cheese. And then um, they use this like tomato sauce that they put over the top, and it is so it good. is really really good. My so mom good. still makes them, and I'm glad she does. And I need to figure out how to make that those tortillas because she does really really good at doing them. Um, but yeah, I've I've had them before, or I've done them before myself, but I don't do the most important part, which is the tortilla, right? That's what makes it an yeah. enchilada. Uh -huh. uh, but I've had. Um, I, I've done it myself where I just do the la papa and the chorizo and stuff like that. I'm just I'm just trying to go through my mind of how <laughs> people who don't know what we're talking about, they could be saying, so wait a minute. So you get mashed potatoes <laughs> and you put it on a tortilla. I'll post a bit, I'll post a picture of it. I'll post a picture <laughs> of it. So yes. If, if they're cabbage, Spotify is different. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then you sprinkle some some tint to, to color the tortilla. And but I mean <laughs> I mean people could be thinking that, but it's not like that. But yeah, once we uh, put a it's picture really good. You guys, it's yeah. really good and it's served with chicken sometimes and whatnot so yes well, what, Sema, when my mom was here visiting she made them and uh, some of my friends were like oh are these sopas so some people yeah. think they're sopas but they're not sopas. or taquitos yes yeah. mm -hmm. so so i remember uh inviting a lot of our friends um over whenever we had like a party or something like that and um none of them ever knew who what it was 
they were just like, I, you know, I would tell them like, oh, oh yeah, man. we're going to have enchiladas. And they're like, oh, cool. And then they're thinking like enchiladas michoacanas or they're thinking um, enchiladas, you know, yeah. the standard uh, enchilada, the, the rolls with, uh, um, what is it, beef inside or chicken mm-hmm. or whatever. And those are good too, don't get me wrong. But man, the uh, enchiladas potos, uh, potosinas, they're just, uh, in my opinion, they're, they're just on a whole nother level. And I think- You guys want to know a secret? Yeah. For years- Probably you didn't like it. Mid twenties. I didn't know there were the other kind of enchiladas. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I knew you had never I, seen it before. I had seen them. I mean, like if when we go to restaurants or whatever, they say enchiladas, right? I didn't know that the rolled ones were called enchiladas. Oh no! In my oh, mind, oh, like enchiladas God. are the potosinas. Yeah. So, wait, so what did you thought you were? Lasagna? What? <laughs> <laughs> I and be like, these are like tacos, like enrollados, flautas. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> Wet flautas. So I never get enchiladas yeah. at restaurants. <laughs> oh, man, that's so funny. No, but enchiladas potosinas, obviously, obviously the name says it all. But yeah, from the, re- from the state of, from that state of Mexico, that's what they're known for besides other stuff, you know, but enchiladas potosinas everybody knows i wish i don't know if you guys saw that show taco cronicas on netflix i -hmm. wish they would have done a segment on that because it looks like a taco but it's not it's actually Mm -hmm. and then throughout throughout time people have made their own they fried them they made their own but like the og enchilada potosina man it's just it's about this small and it's just packed with just flavor. Just and you, you could probably eat a good 10 or more in one oh, sitting yeah. if you really wanted to. Yeah. I mean, the plate alone, you know when, when my parents serve you the plate, there's at least six, six of them. Yeah, plus yeah. chicken. Oh, easy. Yeah, plus easy. the chicken. Yeah. And you know what's funny is that, like, now, it's, you know, there's still some of the gender roles uh, out there, you know, uh, because whenever uh-huh. I... Uh, Whenever we have the enchiladas, um, usually I'm, I'm hanging out with my dad and, you know, some of the guys and usually Salty's over there preparing enchiladas. And so, you know, you would think that it would yeah. be the Mexican guy doing it. Right. But no, it's a Puerto Rican lady over there. You know, setting up. No, we have our we have our stations already. Like your sister fries oh, them. They give them to me. I pat the, the oil off and then we give it to Kika and then Kika serves him and then we start like hey so and so come sit down to eat we have our stations yeah yeah well those me, again it took me them. 10 years but i got there <laughs> yeah and boy those you gotta eat them on the spot yes. you know, that's like, those yeah yeah they get soggy you know what those were my first two but i'll tell you i'm gonna go i'm gonna play devil's advocate i'll tell you what i didn't like and that's mole i hate mole what really, really? i don't mole at all i think mole oh I, and, and i get a lot of that and, and you watch on the comments you watch all the prices are going to come after me but i don't like mole at all unless it's green mole or the sweet mole i'm good with that but oh, so, regular so, mole i've never so seen green mole so you're good with like mole with the chocolate <laughs> yeah but more on the sweet side than on the bitter side really Really? I, yeah, I think it's from from Mole Poblano or from Oaxaca. No, don't they do it with chocolate in Oaxaca? Uh, no, they do. They do a whole different type of mole. They, they, oh, really? It's mole like, pozole. Yeah, mole pozole. Yeah, that's what. That's I don't know. They use the the hominy from the pozole and they kind of mash it up and then they put mole so on that. Good. What? I've never. Oh my god! My god. makes it and she loves that stuff and I'm just like. Um, wow. he rubs it in like here just eat it and i'm like no no i'm not gonna eat it you know so, yeah so i like mole but the mole that we make obviously which is um no chocolate or anything like that the mole with the chocolate um i'll eat it but it's very rare um i'm not a big really? fan yeah I, it's just it's it's too um, it's almost too sweet you know um so Ooh, I, love I like savory food more more than anything so probably why wait do you guys know how to make yeah. mole no mm-hmm. no don't, don't care for it <laughs> <laughs> don't want to know but you know what hey yeah exactly no but i've had some mole enchiladas that's a game changer right there okay. i don't know what 
the one that's uh was a, a hidden one for me that i realized that i liked a lot until i got older was revoltillo Oh, revoltillo! Oh, revoltillo. Yeah, it's a huevo, and then they put some, some hot sauce in there, right? And then they mix all the mix the huevo all green, and um, oh, and like they, Amelia does that. Yeah, and they stuff yeah, them yeah, in, yeah. usually yeah. in gorditas, right? They yeah, stuff them. Oh my god! And uh, you know they're hot as hell. I'm over there like sweating. I'm like 15 oh. years old, like sweating, and you know just like not even able able to talk, but I'm still biting because they're so good. And I didn't realize how much I miss them until like I don't have them for a while. Until or right I did, now. Yeah, and then they're yeah. right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, but okay, so Revoltillo. This is basically Danny kind of said it, but to break it down a little bit more, how the platillo would be, you know. So it's eggs, jalapeno, I believe it's onions. They put the they 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 uh blend all that stuff before, but not with the egg. The egg is cooking over here, right? And then they pour it in there, and that's how it turns all green. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, that's going, you got refried beans with some kind of tortilla going on on the side and, and queso fresco. Queso fresco, yeah. That's like breakfast of champions right there. Yeah. I mean, oh, that's good stuff. So, so what, what are some <laughs> things that were quick and dirty that isn't very elaborate or fancy that you just guys just thought it was really, really good. That's like, it, it has to be one of those things that you would always ask your mom while you were growing up. I was telling Danny the other day that in Puerto Rico, our like poor people food, I guess, is pansoal. Yeah. How do you explain pansoal? Um, it's just a. It's like it, a really like soft, soft bread. Bread. <laughs> so they have the the bread in London. <laughs> pan sobado is like pan sobado. Yeah. She's therapeutic massage. Yes, I know. Like, it's oh, really good. You know what? If you guys, if you guys ever go to Puerto Rico, you guys it's need really to try good. el pan sobado, right? Because you go to la panaderia. So it's no. Well, it's just bread, but it's really very soft. Yeah, and then oh. you go to the panaderia, and they just like give it to you warm right there and then, and you put a little bit of mantequilla on it. And then you take aguacate, which in Puerto Rico, the aguacates are like huge. And you yeah, take some like aguacate, put it in there, and that's our poor people food. But it's so good. So good. Mantequilla y aguacate en el pan So the, the reason I bring I that up is is my my go-to uh, for breakfast if I'm in a hurry or I want to make something quick for Aria. And it's something that I've always liked, has always been uh, eggs with hot dogs. Yeah. With cut up hot dogs, you put the cut up hot dogs in there, and then you, you know, cook them up real quick, throw some eggs on there, and uh, you know, I'll make her a tortilla here and there, and she goes to town, and I go to town. Yeah, mine are uh, quesadillas, quesadillas, plain, with what tortilla de harina or tortilla de maize, whatever I have in the fridge. We kind of we kind of made fusion of our food because you know where we live is it's predominant a lot of Asian food mixed with Hawaiian food and whatnot. So like quick and easy, if we have white rice, chop up bacon and eggs and whatever veggies you have and throw it in there, just make fried rice. That's okay. Hey, okay, so now that we're talking about this, what is that dish that when we went to Hawaii, you were like, you need to try Moco Loco. Has... Moco Moco Loco. Loco. Can oh, you explain what Moco, Moco Loco is, please? <laughs> what is it? Moco Loco? Poco Loco? Moco Loco. Moco Loco. <laughs> Hube is still Loco looking Loco. for a place to eat that here. It's bomb. So I have, yes, can you explain, Cesar, what Moco Loco is for those? And again, yeah, we'll post yes. a picture. Okay. Yes. So loco moco is, is, is actually very traditional here. It's a better white rice, just plain steam white rice, a hamburger patty poured with 
brown gravy, you can use whatever gravy, just brown country gravy. You can the gravy that you use like for fried Mashed chicken, potatoes. brown gravy, an egg right on top of it, and that's it. Yeah, it has to be so an over easy egg, right? With yes. a yolk running. Yeah, yeah over easy egg. Some people don't like it. Like Claudia, she likes it scrambled, so she'll get okay. scrambled a scrambled egg. But yes, the the, the to get the like the okay. true flavor is that that yolk has to be a little runny. I put ketchup and hot sauce. Yes. Man, I'm hungry now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, what's good, mi gente? Just wanted to share a, a little something, something that I got. This is the Locomoco with the side of Max Sound. So, let me show you what it's all about. Check this out. The yolk. Oh wait. Oh, here it is. There it is. That's how it has to be to be savored properly. So, anyways, just wanted to share what the local moco is. I'm about to throw down. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. when we go over there, I'm gonna make some local mocos. Local moco. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So yeah. So uh. I don't know if this is a good time to transition to, um, I guess upon request is Latino nicknames. Yes, and we can end with that. Oh my God, yes. Latino nicknames basically for us they're called apodos. Apodos mm -hmm. basically okay. is a nickname. Now, how there's different all kinds of nicknames and apodos, and there's if and there's always a backstory. To and an apodo, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. And I guess we can start with what are the the apodos that you guys have heard that catches your guys' mind? Like what the? Well, heck? first, I guess we can start off with apodos that we all have, right? Yeah. Um, right. Right. So we can kind of go over that. Um, and then I I do think that there's two different types of apodos. I think there's traditional ones that come with the name that a person is given. Um, and then I think there's some based off either the personality or the person's physical features. And or, it's almost like a joke. Yeah. <laughs> or a story. A story or a behind story, it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I guess. their insecurities. Yes. yes. Oh my God. Yes. So, um, yeah. It, it, Hispanic culture can be, they can be very, they can very, be very Me, much bullies. Yes. Right. So I'll, I'll start cool. up. Yeah. I'll start off with mine. Right. Um, <laughs> when I was young, I um, I was very annoying, um, and I was a crybaby, and so um, we we my aunt she took care of two kids uh, or a bunch of kids, and one of the kids was also named Daniel. He happened to be the same age as I I was, so they called me Danny, and they called him Danny. And um, before that, um, when I was young, I was always in a crib, and I was always calling calling out my grandpa. And I was always like abuelo. Abuelo, like, you know, over and over and over, annoying the crap out of my grandpa. And so when they started taking care of me and this other guy, they didn't realize, you know, they didn't know how to call us, you know, because they would say, Danny, we'd both come. So this kid always had a, you know, uh, a buzz cut and he was had short hair and I had longer hair. So they called him Danny Pelon and they called me Danny Abuelo. <laughs> and it freaking stuck. It stuck. <laughs> And it stuck to the point where it's been that way for forever. Well, still Well, funny enough, uh, this kid grew up, and and now uh, he's he's a um, he's a musician for a band called The Animal and Me. Shout out to them. And he's got longer hair. He's a rocker, and I'm going bald. And so now everyone is saying like. Oh my God! Now you're Dani Abuelo. Like you guys have switched and all this, and it's like as if I wasn't insecure enough about my head, right? I'm wearing a hat now, and now everyone's like, "Hey, you know, you're going bald. Let's point that out even more by calling you Dani Pelon." Okay, well, sure. So that's that's my story. That's my nickname. That's my apodo. Um, and yeah, my family's bullies. So. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have an actual. They would call me Sotita. But but that's not your name. Mio Soti is your well, name. Well, Mio Soti is my name, but Soti. They call me Sotita. 
Um, but no, the ones that bother me are the ones like you said, Maya, that are that make you super yeah. self-conscious. So like when they call somebody gorda or hey gordita or you know and it's like you grow up and you keep on thinking like that the sticks with you you know what i mean or like give me another example of a bad one yeah so so, yeah i know what you're talking about yeah yeah i think um you know a lot of like my dad he he calls my uh he yeah he calls my my daughter flaca and then he also calls my nephew gordo (laughs) so (laughs) Yeah, but that, I mean, it's it's like you grow up thinking... I mean, as a cariño, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pero, you know, it, it's one of those things that if it sticks, uh, you have a nickname that's going to stick for the rest of your life. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Well, How about I, you guys? Uh, well, I don't... My name is Mariana, and I get called Maya. I don't know where that came from. So it's been Maya, Maya, Maya. Well, I've heard people call you... Uh, oh, they call else. me Mar, too. I get called Mar. Milia calls me Mar. I get called Julie, Julie from Toyi. What, what, Danny? Julie. I was I was like, why Julie, though? I don't know. Just Toyi started <laughs> calling me Just Julie. Julie. Um, but my mom, my mom calls Amelie Pelucas. <laughs> Pelucas. <laughs> Because she has a lot of hair, it looks like a wig. And you think it'll stick though? Um, well, it has since the beginning, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I feel guilty because um, so I'm sorry, Ricky. I'm gonna put your story up on blast. <laughs> So when we, my brother and I were little, we, you know, my grandma actually would make my uh, Halloween costumes and um, my mom would make Ricky's. And so one time she couldn't find a Halloween costume. So she dressed him up as a cowboy and <laughs> as for trick or treating, he shits himself. Right. So it's like, I <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, this was like two years ago, by the way. No. <laughs> he was little. He was like three or whatever. So, cagó, se cagó, so he's been el charro cagado. Yes, and so spot on. I grew up and I would just call him Kaka and he would answer. (laughs) My mom would be like, my mom would be like, and I'm like, I'm going to be like, Kaka. And he'd be like, what? Bien obediente, no? So then it went from Charro Cagado to Kaka. And now um, he is Kaka Jones because <laughs> one time we were at Costco and he was wearing a hat and he looked like Indiana Jones and I couldn't like go Kaka, so he became Kaka Jones. <laughs> Kaka Jones. Damn. So it, it, it like. Evolved. Yeah, I kind of like you can't shit one time without getting a nickname for life. <laughs> Man, went from Charro Cagado to Caca Jones like in years. You know? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what about you, oh, see? Was, well, for me, like it, it, from the insecurities, you know, I was born very hairy, so um, they used to call me este oso polar. <laughs> 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 and then we went from oso polar to osito. Like, okay, okay. I mean, just yeah, like a cr- you know, we would we would work right across the street over here on a big construction site. And over the radio, they would be like, "Oh yeah, oso polar, come in." Like, Who the hell told him oso? And I wouldn't answer. And then it would be okay, fine. Osito, come in. All right, osito's good. What's up? <laughs> But yeah, but you know, like it's especially Mexicans. Mexicans will will grab anything to just like call you because we're either we're really bad at names or we just don't like calling you by your name. And so yeah. we'll just name you 
and and it could be stuck. But there's some of them that I want to share with you that are very doble sentido, you know, like el balito por ser chiquito y, pap y papacito. <laughs> <laughs> right? And then you got la Uber porque todo se le sube. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> so, this is the kind of stuff that we got to deal with as as Mexicans, you know, as, as, as de repente, hey, tú, what kind of, like, if you roll up with the green car, ¿qué le van a poner? Aguacate? What do you aguacate. Say, aguacate? That was like hard. Yeah. The worst part is if you, if you take offense to it or if it bothers you in any way, they will oh, lean in make it worse. Yeah. It'll make it official. Yeah. Yeah. They lean in hard. Yeah. I know, I know with my, with one of our cousins, Alex, he, he has frog eyes. <laughs> And, uh, and so we all call him right now, or I have him on my uh, on my phone as Alex Toad, and I've never taken that thing off. Yeah, I've never taken it. I just stuck like that. So that's so sad. What other ones? So the the nicknames that no, I mean they're they're more traditional, right? Um, you know, there's a there's a nicknames that you make fun of people, and 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 that's all. I mean, it's it's a very it's very sad that we have a culture like that, but also it kind of makes us very strong too. I mean, you you learn to take from people's crap. I mean, you go to school, and you know, I'm over here already. People are calling me. All my cousins are saying that I'm so dark that I'm black, right? So I, I go I go to school, and you know, they can say whatever they want. That's not gonna hurt my feelings because you know my cousins are gonna to you know they're gonna tell me worse things over there at, at my house. So. Or like when we put the black emoji for you. Yeah, I always <laughs> use the dark. And now I, I, lean, I, lean, I lean into it more now um, than I did before. Before it would bother me, right? And then now I'm just like, all right, you know, I'll make a joke at my own expense or whatever. Because it's like, hey, whatever, you know. But no, you're right. Like this, this, like it does make you stronger, though, because you have a choice. You have a choice to make. Either you go with the flow or haces corajes and you get mad and and it and they're gonna even rub it more even more because they know that they can get to you and then they'll do it they'll do it cariñitos you know like like alex was it grandma or or cuando le que estaba chadota? <laughs> yeah so we uh <laughs> so that story it was me and alex and one of my cousins and my grandma you know she was uh uh, she was really tired one day and, and you never saw her like laying down like in the couch usually she just did it in her um in her bed and um one day we were we were playing around and we passed by and she was laying down on the couch and you know Alex turns to her and says abuelita I say um hasta que la veo chadota and then I freaking elbow like dude you can't say that like, oh disculpa disculpa echadita and I was like what the <laughs> fuck? it doesn't make a difference like just say cariño it doesn't make a difference <laughs> exactly so yeah no these nicknames these type of nicknames but then you, okay and then los animales yes they don't yeah they don't get it I mean like who the hell named Firulais a dog <laughs> <laughs> Every dog, hey, I got firulais. Watch out for the firulais. <laughs> what the heck? So, Whore, um, so sometimes it also happens that you don't know that you have a nickname. So people oh. refer to you as something, right? So I am guilty of, and I say it now, um, you know, it's funny. And uh, Hove and I, when we refer to this person, we just say, oh, cara de perro. <laughs> wow. You better not be talking about me. I was just <laughs> gonna say, he'd be like, Hey, uh, um, you are wearing a bulldog, that's another thing. Sometimes you don't know, you have you're, you, there's a nickname for you, <laughs> and everyone else does around you, except for you, except for you. yeah, except for you. Yeah, that's very true. That that could definitely be the case. Um, yeah, I think um, the, those nicknames, um, like I said, they make you stronger. Um, there's the ones that just stick to you because people can't say your name, right? There's, you know, my cousin Victor, no one could say his name when they were growing up when we were little kids and then say he ended up being Tito. 
you know um there there's just names like that that just stick with you uh because they simply can't just say your name so what about what your mom calls you what's your mom like for me she called me chango don't know why that's what she called me <laughs> wonder why yeah <laughs> i'm not as hairy as caesar but you know <laughs> Uh, I don't think you want to know what she called me before. Um, started with the P, ended with the No. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. I don't think she had names for us, you know. Uh, Joel, because he had big ears, they were called Topollillo. Um, <laughs> oh my God, I haven't heard Topollillo in a long time. Um, Crystal, because she was black, La Morena. Mm-hmm. That's it's funny because it. they would call Gordo. Gordo. They would call um Danny Yoron. His mom was like, Hey, Yorava, so much. And it's funny because I was the same way. They would call me Yorona, and then they would call me Yorona when I was crying, and that would get me more mad. And I'm like, you know, and it's funny how I married a Yoron. And now our kids yeah. are also criers. Yeah. Los Yorones. We'll put you guys like Yorones. Right? <laughs> so then there's also the there's also the nicknames, like I said, a little bit more traditional, right? Um, like Jose, they call him Pepe's. And yeah. it's a nickname. I, I I don't know why, right? Uh, Francisco Paco. Or, or Pancho. Or Pancho. Mm-hmm. So. Jesus Chewy. Yeah. Well, in English, it's kind of the same, I guess, right? Or maybe it's different. Like Robert, why do they call him Dick? Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't think that's I mean, Robert, they, but yeah, you're right. Right, they call don't or what they, they call Robert Dick, yeah. Or William Guillermo. Isn't it? Oh, oh my god, god. that's what? totally wrong, Maya. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> William Guillermo. It's that's short for Richard. It's not short for <laughs> Robert. Richard, oh, whatever. It was with yeah. an R, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you had me Daddy, guessing. I had to look it up. I was like, wait, what? Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> First of all, why would, why would William be short for Guillermo? Like, it's basically <laughs> the same freaking letter. <laughs> amount of letters. <laughs> It has two L's. That's like, I, I know. Oh. <laughs> William and Guillermo have two L's. Oh my God, I'm going to use that for Next, oh next William we meet, next William we meet, we're going to be, yeah, you're Guillermo. <laughs> you're Guillermo now. <laughs> and then um, Jonathan, Guillermo, our cousin, Memo, I call him Jonathan. <laughs> Because <laughs> they're short for Guillermo. I mean, <laughs> wow. Oh my God. That's hilarious. I had a moment. I had a moment. Yeah, but you have all those, like, those. For me, it's like, man, it's they're, they're nicknames that you don't know what the hell, like, why? You know, like, how do they come about? You know, like, like Jesus and Chewy, you know? I've never oh, looked it oh, up. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. William es un nombre propio de los antiguos. Su, tra- su traducción en español es Guillermo Wikipedia. Oh my gosh, pero eso es that's a translation. That's not a nickname. That's not an Apollo, yeah. yeah. Like, it's the same name. <laughs> Maya's like, I read it on the internet. It must be true. <laughs> I read it on Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, I, I just made that adjustment myself on Wikipedia, and then now you looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what was the last question you asked, Danny, about what? Um, I just, like, like the, the Pepe and Jose or the Chuy and Jesus, like, you know, um, Oh. Those are one of the things that I've never looked it up to find out why those came about, but I'm sure they have a backstory, right? 
Okay, well, first of all, let's get this straight. Mexicans are the only ones that feel the entitlement to name their kid after Jesus. Jesus. So, I mean, one time we had a guy named Jesus, and he's reading off their names at the job site. Yeah, we got Cesar, Juan, Miguel, Pablo. Uh, who's Jesus? Who's Jesus? Is Jesus here? But it's Jesus, you know, it's Jesus. But, it's like, but when you say it in English, it's like, I don't Jesus. think you're supposed to say Jesus. Yeah, you're supposed to say Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Well, how about our social media followers? Let us know what other nicknames um, they were called whenever they were younger, and if that affected their life. Like if they called you Gorda or Flaca or Mario, whatever. Or William, or whatever, or, or Guillermo. Guillermo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Leave it in the comments and leave a backstory on like how you got your apodo so that we can kind of understand where you're coming from. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. All uh, right. Yeah, follow us on all the socials too. Um, like I said before, like our pages, subscribe, uh, Gente everywhere you can find us. Um, and then we have links, uh, down below to our to our link tree as well so that's all right. right all right thank you thank you guys very much for tuning in uh we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and uh, stay tuned for some um for next episodes all right all right